Welcome to the Mental Training Lab. I'm Pete Kadushin, your host, and my job is to have fun conversations that leave you with actionable tools, little experiments that will help you improve your mindset and mental skills so that you can do the things you love at a higher level. Today's episode is going to be a short exploration of our most important resource, which is a combination of time and attention. We'll start with a short thought exercise. We're going to talk about the implications of low-quality attention, and then we're going to wrap up with how you can be training your attention starting today. Look, since your attention and your time are so valuable, uh, and I don't want to waste them, let's just jump right in. All right, let's start today with a short thought exercise. And this will work best if you really take a moment to focus in and follow the prompt. Imagine you had a golden ticket. And that ticket is redeemable for dinner with anyone you wanted to sit down with, living or dead, and it would just be the two of you. So the first question is, who would you invite? And then there's a number of follow-up questions. Uh, what would you eat? Where would you want to have dinner? And you know, what would you want to talk about with them? And lastly, and maybe most importantly, how much would you pay for a golden ticket like that? What would the experience actually be worth? So pause for a moment, or even pause the podcast, and I want you to really create a vivid image of what the experience would be like. What's the vibe? What are the sounds and the sights and the smells? And really trying to dig into your direct experience. What's it like in your body as this is all unfolding? Great. So you've done that, you've taken the time, and it's a fun thought experiment, right? You get a chance to think about what it'd be like to sit down with anybody. And if you've poured enough attention into it, you may have even noticed that you had a shift in your present moment experience just from thinking about it, right? That your direct experience, your internal state shifted as you placed yourself in that space in that time. This really speaks to the power of uh, our internal imagination system, our ability for imagery, but that's a podcast for another time. I'm now going to flip this thought experiment on its head. Now imagine for that whole dinner, your guest was entirely and completely distracted doesn't really matter how. Maybe they're scrolling through their smartphone or they're reading a good book or they're just sitting there daydreaming. It doesn't really matter what they're doing. You just know they're not paying attention to you. Now, if that were the case, would you change your answer to the question above? Is dinner with an amazing but distracted person worth the same to you? And how would your direct experience of that dinner change too? What would be going on in your body that would be different from the experience you just had as you visualized them paying attention and engaging with you the entire time. Now, again, it's a thought exercise, but the point of the exercise is to highlight a really important principle of both life and peak performance. We usually think about resources like time or money or access to coaches and trainers and experts as uh, the currency that we can spend to improve and perform. But the truth is, none of these things are worth anything without attention. Uh, like Dr. Peter Haberl says, he's one of the sports psychologists for the U.S. Olympic Committee, uh, he's fond of pointing out that attention is the currency of high performance. This is definitely worth repeating. Attention is the currency of high performance. All right, so practically, what does that mean? In my mind, what it means is that a drill that you execute in practice without high-quality attention isn't worth as much as a drill you execute while being present and deeply embodied. Or a conversation you have with a coach or an athlete or a mentor or a client isn't worth as much if you're caught up in what you're going to say next instead of really listening to the person that's in front of you. 
And then if we can take it one step further out, you know, time spent studying plays, tactics, going over film, uh, reflecting at the end of the day, if you're not precise with your attention, you're going to be spending a lot of time doing something, but you're also going to be missing the opportunities for growth and improvement. You're ending up wasting time, being less effective, but also less efficient. Okay, so the follow-up question is, so what? For me, since attention is a trainable habit, how we use it today strengthens how we're going to use it in the future. And this is even more critical because when the pressure goes up, we always fall back on our most trained behaviors. So every time you find yourself distracted by your cell phone or daydreaming in the middle of practice or thinking about the next play while you're getting set for this one, what you're actually training is being more scattered, more distracted, more someplace else. And unfortunately, this is the type of attention that's going to be available to you when the heat is on, when it matters most. Look, and that's not to vilify uh, cell phones or distractions or daydreaming. I think there's a time and a place for all of these things. But again, we want to be on time. We want to be where we need to be when we need to be there. And so there's a time for that which isn't in the middle of practice. It isn't in the middle of an important conversation. And the truth is, is that we live in a world that feeds into the illusion of multitasking. Often we are rewarded for having lots of things open in front of us or trying to do multiple things at once. And with that kind of reward structure, we need to be really mindful and careful because it's easy to fall into the trap where it feels like we're being productive or effective when we're splitting our attention into a lot of different places. It's also useful to note that we live in a world where the distractions and instant gratification are always vying for your attention. These little hits of dopamine, whether it's the television, the computer, the cell phone, right? These things are always there to tell your brain to stay distracted until that becomes the default. Our mind and our brain start looking for those distractions because that's what it's gotten used to in terms of what feels good and feels right. So what that all means is that we're really set up in an environment uh, to fail. If we're thinking about peak performance, we're in an environment that isn't conducive to improving, growing, and performing when it matters most. And so what that means is that we have to make the hard choice as performers who are interested in becoming excellent. We have to decide to pick a single point of attention and then to connect with it with the fullness of our mental and physical energy. And the more that we do that, the more we make that hard choice, then the more it's available to us when it counts most. I'm not going to say that it becomes easy, right? because it's still the hard choice, but it is something that we then have the capacity to do when we need to do it. In a recent episode, Dr. Jesse Michelle pointed out that this is really what distinguishes the greatest performers from those who have the skill and don't reach their full potential. In his work across the military, professional baseball, and now at the highest level of business, he said the distinguishing factor is that the best of the best are the ones who can bring that high-quality attention to really pour their entire being, that mental and physical energy, into this moment right now consistently, repeatedly, over and over again, whether it's spring training or it's the World Series. And since this is the Mental Training Lab, obviously we're going to talk just for a minute about how to do that. right? And it's going to be simple, but it's not easy. And simple because paying attention on purpose to one thing at a time is something we inherently know how to do. Right? And it's as simple as picking that one point of attention. If you're doing the dishes, it's paying attention to the direct experience of the dishes. If it's having a conversation, it's paying attention to the experience of listening when it's time to listen, and then speaking when it's your turn to speak. 
but not getting those two things mixed up. And if you're in the middle of a drill, it's being present to the drill that's right in front of you, engaged in both body and mind, instead of being a little bit on autopilot, because maybe you've done that drill 10 times or 100 times or 10,000 times. So that's really step one. You pick a very clear point of attention. And then what happens after that? Well, we're going to get distracted. And we get distracted because of an environment that's filled with distractions. It doesn't matter where you are. You could be in a meditation retreat where everybody's silent and your mind is still going to find a way to wander. And so if step one is picking that really clear point of attention, then step two is noticing when you get distracted and then simply coming back to that single point of attention. For me, that's really a rep. All right, I'm paying attention, I get distracted, I come back, that's, that's one rep. I do it again, I get another rep. And the more I do that, the better I become at noticing when I'm distracted and then coming back and single-tasking on purpose with the thing that's right in front of me. So here's my bottom line. Paying attention on purpose, it, it's what I believe is the single most important skill a performer can develop to influence the quality of their practice and their performance, full stop. Right? And this plays out over and over again in a number of different domains in performance. So if that's the case, and we know that we're in an environment that's working against our single tasking, or working against us paying attention on purpose to just one thing at a time, my question for you is, how do you want to spend your attention? If this is the most important resource we actually have to infuse our time with our attentional energy, how do you want to spend it? And can you set aside just a little bit of time today, tomorrow, the day after that to start building that habit of paying attention on purpose to the most important things on your schedule when they're right in front of you, not before and not after? It doesn't take a ton of time, but it is something that we need to do consistently and with purpose because otherwise the unimportant things are going to crowd us out and we're going to then succumb to an environment that's designed to work us away from peak performance. So then let's go ahead and bring this full circle. At some point, you are going to be that person that somebody wants to have dinner with. You're going to be that person that somebody wants to spend high quality time with. And by high quality time, what we're saying is time that's infused with high quality attention. And so for the sake of not just your performance life, but your whole life, right? Start practicing this habit now so that you can have it when you need it most. Okay, that's a wrap. As always, thank you for offering up your most valuable resources, your time and attention while you listen to this episode. You can find all the episodes of the Mental Training Lab at mtl.academy. That's mtl.academy. And look, I know this is the spot where I'm supposed to tell you to subscribe to the show or leave a review or whatever, but I'll be honest, I've only got one real request. If you found anything in this show helpful and you know someone who could benefit from these ideas or tools, just go ahead and send it their way. All right, that's all for now. I'll see you next episode.